Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Hello. Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and once again, I am joined by Jackie. Hi. Hi, Jackie, and by Miles. Hello. Uh, I've been doing reverse order on intros. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. Yeah, that really fucked me up. Does it feel like putting the right shoe on the left foot and vice versa? Yeah. We are a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast that talks about other anime. Uh, we have never covered JoJo's. That's not, not true. We're not interested. Okay. We did we last have, week. Yeah. Do you remember? We did last week even. Uh, and you can find all of our episodes on the TV anime, the OVAs, the live action movie, and we are in the process of covering the live action Rohan drama by going to anchor.fm slash jjbpod. But uh, week to week, we are not, uh, we don't have a JoJo anime to cover. So we have been focusing on other anime, both suggested by our listeners uh, from Twitter. Our handle is at JJBpod. From emails, our address is JoJo'sBizarrePod at gmail.com. And by our Patreon supporters. Patrons, I think they're called. And you can find us on Patreon.com slash JJBpod. This week is one of those Patreon picks. Someone sponsored this episode and asked us to watch Jujutsu Kaisen. A currently running anime, perhaps the newest besides JoJo's, the most cutting edge we've ever been on uh, on anime. It's not like we're watching 1980s uh, Fist of a North Star this week. So, I've got a question about this Patreon. Yeah. So anyone can pay us fifteen dollars to watch any anime they want. Yeah. What if, like? for some reason we become extremely popular and like Funimation takes advantage of us and goes like, we'll pay you $15 a week to cover whatever anime we want. And that comes out to like $5 a week for each of us. And we're basically their slaves. We don't have to do that. No, Mark, that's what our Patreon terms are. We have to do it. We could change it. Yeah, we can, we can shut it down anytime. That sounds like a good problem to have. If, uh, if an anime anime company wants to sponsor us indefinitely not for five dollars a week no 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 well <laughs> then then we renegotiate yeah okay we renegotiate <laughs> this, the terms being a few hundred dollars a week the the, the fifteen dollars is just for listeners individuals not like corporate entities that's right okay. if anybody who's donated <laughs> or supported us is actually a corporation even if you're just an llc Thank you, but stop doing that. <laughs> no, never again. We're not giving it back. We already spent it. I'm sorry. We 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 bought extra Funimation memberships, so okay, I'm we're still actually, really nervous about this possibility. Just saying, we're in the red right now. <laughs> we, I had to borrow money to subscribe to Pluto TV for anime. Oh no. Um. Okay. Before we talk about Jujutsu Kaisen or anything else. We are going to check in with our listeners. And by that I mean we're going to take a stop in our uh, jujitsu talk technical school, our talking tech school. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna read your emails. We're gonna talk with you in correspondence corner. In what's a J word for like talking? Jowl? Uh, jabbering. Jabbering. Mm. Oh, jab jabbering. Kai 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 sin box. Got it. Kind of. Uh, okay. This first email, again, these are sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. 
This first email is from Kenny. Subject is no commento. Hey guys, after last episode is realized once again. What? Oh, after last episode, I realized once again why I really like you talking about random themes like arcades or Chuck E. Cheese. In most podcasts I listen to or YouTube videos I watch, people don't really talk about American culture and daily life in America. So you guys are my only source regarding that. Wow. I didn't know that arcades are a big thing in the U.S. Even though I love retro gaming, I've never been to an arcade before because in Germany they are super rare and in my region there are none. Same with fast food chains. We have McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, and Subway, and that's it. No Chuck E. Cheese, no Caesars, no Red Lobster. And I love your little stories about that. One thing I thought was really funny is that Miles forgot Scrooge McDuck's name. (laughs) Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse are probably the most treasured comic books we have in Germany, and everybody reads them as a child. If you try to explain comic books or manga to an old person, you just say it's like LTB or Lustige Taschenbucher. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Would be funny paperbacks in English, Mm. which are those fat comic books filled with stories about Donald, Mickey, and Dagobert. Scrooge's localized name. Nice. Dagobert. Dagobert. (laughs) It's about as weird a word as Scrooge, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Are you guys into comics? And if you are, what are your favorite Western comic books? Anyway, have a great week. And until next time, Kenny. P.S. I finished watching Talentless Nana and I loved it. Something about the ending. P.P.S. Sorry if my English isn't as good this week. I came from work and I'm tired. Your English was fine. Your English was fine. They're good. Yeah. Your English was good. Arcades aren't necessarily a big thing here. They were. They were. Yeah, they were a dying thing. Until like the late 90s. They were huge. Yeah. And when we were kids, it was like... There were like kids arcades were like definitely like more of a thing like like uh you guys were talking about sports world and mm-hmm. chuggy cheese and stuff but i don't know if they're as big anymore you have like your dave and busters and yeah like, yeah like clones of that like adult sort of places where you can like get a beer and play video yeah. games or barcade it's more of a cities. novelty yeah barcade is definitely a novelty round one has ca- has come here that's like a big oh, yeah arcade chain in japan and those are great because those are like pure like gaming centers they're not like a bar that happens to have whatever but yeah there used to be arcades you know i don't want to say in every town but um i had at least two within 20 minutes of me Mm. uh, when i was in high school um maybe more and then they just one by one closed down i used to play ddr at our local arcade until 11 p.m when it would close on weekends and then I would get in my car and speed, drive 80 miles an hour west to another arcade uh, off Route 80. I would call it 80 on 80. Mm. And I would play there until midnight when it closed. Nice. So I'd basically drive 20 minutes to play for 30 minutes. Nice. Uh, and then that arcade closed. And then my home one closed. And then I had nothing. Um, Is that the one? Are you talking about the one in Wayne? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Fun and games. Um, and, I don't um, think I've ever been to that one. Well, you'll never ever be there. It doesn't exist. Oh man, arcades still exist now. They are are either in these places. They're, they're dying. Arcades are dying. They're They've they're been pretty dying. much dead. I don't think they're going to go anywhere further down from here. Oh, a lot of where they have gone now is they've pivoted to the redemption machine angle, mm. where for places like Dave and Buster's and such, it's like you go there and it's like a carnival. You try to. It's like Chuck E. Cheese. You play these games where <laughs> you get tickets that you re- you redeem for stuffed toys and stuff that are way not proportionately priced. You could just go buy them online for like dollars that whatever. But the fun is trying to get, you know, the, I don't know, the, the beer pong game perfected or whatever. Um, although it's really insulting to me that some of the games are just 
large versions of cell phone games. Oh yeah. oh yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. new ones. Yeah, there's that one that's like uh, the Frogger clone where you go across the street. I forget. I don't know. I will say I did have fun playing that when we were on that cruise ship. I got really fucking good at it. Okay. Or like Guitar Hero in the arcades. It's like, but this is the exact same as home. But yeah, whatever. Um, so there's. Well, couldn't there, you say the same thing about DDR? Yeah, but the machine is totally different. You know, Guitar Hero. It's it's just the Guitar Hero controller. Mm. I mean, yeah, I'm sure for some people who don't want to spend the money or can't fine but i don't know it used to be like arcades were where the real game was you know you go there because you can't afford a fucking machine that's over a grand mm-hmm. i'm sure there's like a uh, there's been like a bunch of serious stuff written about this but mark you seem to know a lot about this so like why like do you think just that audience of serious gamers disappeared no not at all it's just that um home technology has caught up to arcades largely mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it's more convenient and cost efficient for people to just stay home and play games right um there's almost no difference now um and you know i played competitive fighting games for a while and it was like really shocking when you would see games come out to console first Mm. because even though everyone knew like they can do the same thing it was still like what this is supposed to be in arcades first and then it comes home Mm. and it's not as good do you think like that environment has been replaced by like more popular competitive gaming like are is that what has replaced arcades really no like online gaming no i mean like remember that like super smash brothers thing we went to a year or so ago yeah like that kind of thing didn't seem to be around when we were growing up and now it's around a lot i see you mean like gaming conventions and and in person tournaments tournaments and stuff yeah Yeah. um to a degree that's true yeah i i know that when i was playing fighting games and i lived in philadelphia um there were a lot of local sessions where people would go and it would either be a sort of land center that they would convert to like a in-person tournament where they just had like 10 playstations you know and people would play in a bracket or informal ones where you just go to someone's dirty ass house and you you play games together um i think that thing that kind of existed though in replacement of the arcade scene though it didn't feel like we can do this why would we go to an arcade it was Mm. more like well what else are we going to do Right. I don't know if there's been any other like more behind the scenes economic reasons for like why people don't run those anymore. But I, I do think a lot of it is just demand, right? It was like, if you want that level of entertainment, it's the same as movie theaters. And often they were in the same place. Arcades would be in movie theater lobbies, but movie theaters, in my opinion, they also could help themselves a lot more with the experience. But if you have a 50, 60 inch TV at home and you get a million movies for $5 or whatever, mm-hmm. why would you go out? You know? There still are reasons to do it. Bigger screen, amazing sound system. It's yeah. very dark and whatever, but someone's <laughs> talking, uh, someone's on their cell phone or someone's talking <laughs> about something and nobody polices them. Uh, and uh, well, now you get COVID. That one's, that's not a good, that's not a perk. Yeah. Um, Some people did it so they could like jerk off in public. Oh, well, <laughs> I never cashed in on that, unfortunately. Um yeah, and so I think some of it's just that sort of shift in technology and stuff. But um, I don't think the gaming attitude has changed. I don't think that's it at all. Mm. Um, and um, they're still big in Japan, I should say. They they still are huge there. Yeah. Um, but uh, even then, there's still more online gaming, I think. Or it may have made a dent in their situation. I think I've heard Japanese people talk about arcades going away. And I'm like, fuck you! What do you know about arcades going away? Yeah. I don't have anything, even if I drive 80 miles an hour in any direction. I can go to New York, technically. Yeah. 
I, I guess at this point, right? Yeah. But even even there, mark. a lot of them are the redemption games, like play the crane game, play Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, whatever. or or barcades where it's like retro games. Yeah. Yeah. And those are like fun, but you don't get the competitive atmosphere or the co-op bonding atmosphere when you go yeah. to those. Because like I said, they're kind of a novelty. So people there might not There's be that serious. people like yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. It's I just forgot dr- to mention last week when we talked about barcade that I broke a beer glass at a barcade. Oh. Because you were angry at the game Tapper? No, they specifically tell you not to put your glass on the consoles. Oh. Uh, but when you've had enough beer, off. you ignore instructions like that. Oh, mm. I see. So it slid yeah. right off. Barcade is where people go, they get we, drunk, and they're like, hey, remember that game? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I re- oh, what's the, what's their name? D- is that Dalsim? I yeah. remember Dalsim. You remember Dalsim? That's what people do at Barcade. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, play me. Pick Dalsim. <laughs> why aren't you taking this seriously why do you look upset no i think i've played decent people at barcade but a lot of the time it's just people who are sort of you know just hanging out yeah i also want to say kenny you're not missing anything by not having like all of these like fast food chains and stuff and restaurants and stuff like you probably have like the food the food in in like other countries the the quality is better and stuff probably Probably certainly fast fast food in japan is better yeah Um, although they've said that about their fast food (laughs) they said gogo curry is better in america really that's what i've heard yeah that's funny gogo curry in america is always run by filipinos i've never been to a gogo curry that has not been run by how many gogo curries do you go to like three (laughs) (laughs) okay you and i went to one that's the only one i've ever been to there's another one downtown close to where I used to work. Well, I mean, I still work at the same place, but I no longer go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just on a different street in New York. Gogo Curry by Filipinos. Gogo Curry is where you told me that M was pregnant. Oh, I, really? I remember that. Yeah, and I think it was after that tournament you were talking about. Oh yeah, that's right. And I was just like, I remember you told me, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, is that a good? thing did you want this what's i like i held my reaction i was like oh no what do i do um but it seems Imagine like it's worked like, out oh no <laughs> yeah well if i said oh no i think you would just roll your eyes at me and be like no no we want to have a child like, oh, okay <laughs> fucking sucks dude yeah no what i didn't want to do is be like oh that's great and you'd be like no we have to figure out what to do <laughs> uh but it seems to worked out your kid is uh great he's seems is he trying to get out of the crib and stuff no, he's starting to like stand. He's uh he wants to stand on his own, but he sucks at it and he gets frustrated when you try to help him. It's Aww. a really good dynamic. <laughs> Did you say he has a stand? He'll figure it out. Uh oh. Is a stand user here? Uh Western comics. I, I so I didn't really grow up reading comics. I think a lot of people don't because it sounds like in Germany like it's a thing where like people people are reading comics like like little kids are reading comics but like i don't really know anybody who read comics like here really? really wait you knew people who read comics yeah like read them read them y- like i only know yeah. like adult teenager like or t- teenagers would read comics but they were like yeah, not was like little it's, kids i it's don't know like, it, i think it like i've always seen it like it's considered kind of like a nerdy thing although i did read some comics it is but like it's thing, considered yeah. a nerdy thing and i was a little bit of a nerd yeah i don't uh, remember how young i was but i knew people that read comics and i did not really read many comics but around between when I, the dark knight returns was announced i was like i'm gonna read the bane saga and so i read pretty much all of bane's stuff in batman and i really liked it um i kind of fell off 
after uh, Batman was in a wheelchair and they were going to not Dominican Republic to find a cure or something. Mm. And this French asshole was Batman and he was fucking people up. Asriel or whatever his name was. Uh, I believe it was Asriel. Don't don't say, don't get it correct and then go or whatever. You <laughs> you know about Jean Pierre Valley. I wasn't sure. Okay. <laughs> now nah, you knew it. Um, and I read Death of Superman as a kid. This is this is my one like Western comic thing. I read I read Death of Superman as a kid. My brother bought like the graphic novel for some reason. And at the end, yeah, Superman is killed by Doomsday, and the whole comic is very brutal. And then I didn't read any more comics. So I, <laughs> Superman just died when I was a kid. And you, you just, that That's was it. it. Like, I knew that he, you know, I knew that there was, like, Steel and Bizarro Superman, and, like, they had all these what-if ideas, but I was like, damn, that's the... There's a bunch of Superman. There's Damn. baby Superman, sexy Superman, horny Superman. No, you're in Party City. Black again. Superman. <laughs> no, you're shopping for Halloween costumes. <laughs> Got to get out of there. There is Soviet Superman, though. There is the uh, Red Sun. So is that your favorite? Not Superman. Is uh, the ba- Batman arc? I like. Your I like. Favorite? I like Batman, and okay. uh, I liked Watchmen a lot. That yeah. was a really good comic, graphic yeah. novel, whatever. What about I was you, thinking about Watchmen because I remember reading it like obsessively. Like someone lent it to me my freshman year of college, and mm. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And I actually don't remember any of it now, or like why it's good. Oh, I do because so I, I read it the night. Read it. I read it the night before the movie came out, or we saw the movie, mm. and then I saw the movie, and so I was comparing them in my head and stuff. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I read it in like a night. It was great. So I've been a I've been pretty big into comics since I was like in middle school. Like I read a lot of Marvel, um, and then I got more into it as i got older i probably read it less than i ever have right now um but i loved spider-man as a kid um when i got older i really loved i got more into batman and i read batman year one was my favorite comic for a while and i think my favorite that i've ever read and i like owned all of it is sandman the neil gaiman never got into it i've been recommended it i mean i've been recommended it too it's like if not Watchmen, it's the other one that everybody talks about. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite comic. And I lent it to friend of the pod, Christina. And uh, she, like years ago, and she has yet to uh, complete reading it or return it to me. So I'm mm. going to murder her really soon. Yeah, she's got to get on that. Nothing but time. Hmm. That's true. I've also read Watchmen. Um, I really like that. It's, I mean, it's great. <laughs> like, what can you say? It's great. Um, I read a lot of Spider-Man more as, I guess, an adult. Um, Spider-Man was always my favorite uh, comic book hero because um, I like I like him more because he's Peter Parker. You know, I like him more as like the nerdy, like relatable everyday person. Um, and I, you know, got into it watching the animated series on WB. Um, but as an adult, I bought, I don't remember how I got these. Maybe someone gifted them to me, but, um, these like large, uh, the collection of like the original Spider-Man run, um, it's like two big volumes. Um, and it is awesome. Uh, like I went, I went back to the beginning. Um, but I like that like sixties Spider-Man. It's just, it's very Mm -hmm. cute. I like, I like in general, I don't know. The 60s versions of heroes are fun to me. They're, like I like They're very comfortable. They're very like Yeah. Like it's the same kind of I don't know. I also really like the like 60s Star Trek, like the original Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know. I like that I like that that vibe. Um like I want them to make a Spider-Man movie that takes place in the 60s. 
that would be cool. Yeah, I think what's nice about those is like it's before like now they've been running for like 50 years so you're like trapped in like this endless canon when you try to read comics now. Yeah. Which is why they like try to reset it every couple of years. Yeah. But yeah, like some of those original Spider-Mans are some of the best. Mhm. Yeah, and like the whole like multiple earths, multiple dimensions things, like it gets in one on one hand it's overwhelming when people are like no, no, that 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 was on Earth dash one or whatever. We're on Earth thirteen and all that. But on the other hand, it also means that like you have separate stories or whatever. You can kind of start from the beginning, like Batman yeah. Year One or or Miles Morales Spider Man, Batman Inc. I think, although that might be part of the the continuity. Yeah, I read a bunch of sixties Batman too because I was going to be going to read the uh, someone listening is going to kill me. Um, <laughs> that that one like sort of um, what's his name Miller. That one guy who's wrote Frank wrote a bunch Miller, of, nah, not Frank Miller. Although I did like Sin City uh, when I read it. Um, uh, the one guy who wrote a bunch of Batman, not Alan Moore, who wrote Killing Joke, but another guy. And there was like this guide to reading his stuff. He's like very divisive, and it was like all these comics that he took inspiration from for Batman Inc. And um, is it Grant Morrison? That's right, Grant Morrison. Yay! Um, and uh, they were really silly. I read a bunch of them. There's, there's like a comic about bat might. It's like a little annoying bat person that Stupid. annoys Batman. They're all like very dumb. There's one where there's like multiple color Batman. There's like red mm-hmm. Batman and green Batman. <laughs> and I was like, this is stupid. But uh, I also have never just found a good way to read comics when they're pirated. You know, when it's like, here's a bunch of JPEGs or here's a PDF. It's like never easy for me to read them and so i just get annoyed and that's one of the reasons why i'm not caught up on jojo is going to these like shitty websites or downloading something that doesn't fit in your tablet is annoying if anyone just has a reliable way what device what fucking (laughs) site or whatever it is to read jojo leon i'm not going to fucking we're getting angry manga decks and and clicking around and then having to resize the image and oh no it's off center and fuck that yeah man i want something convenient someone teach me japanese that'll be easiest Shout out to Talia, because that's the only reason I know who Grant Morrison is. Yeah. Talia loves Grant Morrison. Anyway, is that did we answer all the things for Kenny? This was a very... We spent a lot of time on this we email. We spent too much time on it, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah. And as I say to all of our German uh, writers, corresponders, uh, please just be my pen pal so I can practice German. <laughs> all right. This is from Christian. Subject line... Jujutsu Kaisen is the absolute best. Salutations, JJB Pod. It's been a while since I've wrote in due to not having any motivation for much these days. Damn. Aw. But when I saw that you guys were covering JJK, I knew I had to write in. As someone who's been reading the JJK manga as of late, I can without a doubt say it's one of the best shonen titles I've ever experienced. Everything from the characters to the power system and the themes centered around what it means to have a good life are all really cool and filled with substance with a certain degree of maturity. It also doesn't really sexualize any of the female characters, which is a rare sight to see in anime and very much welcome. Question for you all, what's your favorite shonen you guys have seen so far? Since I just told you about my favorite... My least favorite is Naruto. Ooh. I immediately dropped it after reading four chapters of the manga. That's all for now. Take care, Christian. P.S. One time I closed my eyes and swallowed a rotting demon finger and now I got 
Pomemon. Needed a second pass on this. Pomemon. Pokemon. Pomemon and collect them all and then die. That's what whack as fuck, bro. Pomemon is Pomemon. brought to you by <laughs> Damon Yogurt. I think they they like they wrote their letter, proofread it, and they were like, great. And they were like, oh shit, I need a PS. So then they like quickly like typed a PS and press send, and that's and that's what they we typed got. it with their feet. <laughs> Christian, if you want the answer to this question, you may want to tune into our best of pod, which was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. What is Shonen again? <laughs> shonen means it's for teenage boys, which so it's like technically that's probably most of the stuff we watch. Yeah. Some stuff is arguably of the seinen variety, which would be for adults. Um, some stuff you could say is uh, for girls, shoujo stuff. Right, but that's not shonen, right? Right. So, Cause that's, cause that's but for it's, girls. it's very similar in terms of like tone and stuff. But like Sailor Moon, um, Utena. Um, but those are girl versions. Those are those are not shonen comics. You know, those okay. you'd call those, I guess, shoujo. Okay. Um, but like, but shonen Demon Slayer is like my. That's a very shonen comic to me. Oh, that's shonen. I like yeah. Demon Slayer. Yeah, yeah. But so is uh, just a lot of My Hero Academia, Mob yeah. Psycho, um, JoJo. For a while, it's kind of changed, but uh, when it started out, it was definitely a shonen comic. Um, you know, a little fierce, hot-blooded Jonathan getting ready to punch the sunlight into you. Um, oh yeah, my favorite's JoJo. <laughs> yeah that's the thing but i gotta say jojo except for the f- it's taken a more mature turn in uh in its last years it's still very silly don't get me wrong yeah it is still full of like what the fuck is that and musical references that you're like why would he choose that song what is promise neverland uh shonen arguably so i'd say so yeah okay but is the one uh keep your hands off no not that one um the one that we liked with the little girl who's an alien and the and it's m- m- kind of like a slice of life. I thing. don't think I would call um, Hanamatsuri shonen. Okay. Because it's adults. Even though they're, the girls are kids. Yeah. So it's basically manga targeted towards young teen males between 12 and 18 and they're usually action filled. I see. One Piece, Naruto, Attack on Titan, Dragon Ball, Promise Neverland is in here. Okay. Haikyuu is a shonen sports uh, anime. Hmm. It's a lot of stuff that seems to be the primary audience or the primary targeted yeah. audience, rather. Yeah, true, true, true. Primary demographic. So, but as so far as so, it's basically like, like what anime that isn't for girls. <laughs> to me, it seems like what I think of is like it's the thing where it's like, hey, here's a bunch of heroes, and then, uh, yeah, it's about like the boy, and there's a hot babe for the boy to look at, and then here's a bunch of villains, and it's like, oh, you know what? Uh, somehow there's like a perfectly numbered way of you getting to the goal and you yeah. must defeat the 10 bad guys in order to collect the bad guy stone and then you will put that into the good life chalice so, okay it's like it's sailor moon for boys <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that shit was all like <laughs> yeah it's it, it always ends up being like what was that there was some flash comic that was making fun of like an rpg and there's just like an npc that spawns and he says go to the thing and it's like yeah, that's what it feels like, like Demon Slayer, where it's like, you have to go survive the trials in the forest of mm-hmm. bad smelling flowers. Mm-hmm. Or in Hunter Hunter, when they're like, you are going to get to the top of the mountain. You're like, okay. Mm. Um, but, you know, so technically so is like Fist of the North Star, but that's a little bit more like I'm wandering in the desert and people are trying to steal water. It's not. But for me, like the shonen thing is is what I was just talking about. Okay. 
Yeah. Anyway. I guess Promise Neverland is still my favorite because it's a psychological horror. Yeah. It does not follow the formula, but whatever. Miles, do you want to take the next email? Okay. This email is from Josh. Uh, The subject line is, hey, nice Sakuga. I don't know what that is. Hello, JJBP crew. I know I'm a couple weeks late, but I loved your best of episode. Thank you. Glad to hear you guys talk about this stuff, and I'm glad two of the animes I recommended were ones that at least one person finished and that Promised Neverland was one of Jackie's faves. Uh, I wonder what they were. I almost suggested another instead of that one, but another is a horror anime with significantly more 2012 emo edginess and kids dying. But I knew at least Jackie would like Ooh. Promise Neverland, so I threw it in there. This I guy might like, knows I'm, you, Jackie. I might like the emo edginess, too. I don't know. My job is very boring, and this podcast has entertained me for a lot of dead work days walking around with nothing to do, even if most of the time I haven't watched the show you guys are covering. You're that guy's we're better than a boring job. Why is your job nice. so boring? Should you be doing it? A lot of it? jobs are boring. They do, All jobs maybe they do quality control on like counting the staples in a thing. <laughs> oh, no. You just have to look at little metal pieces and count them. Mm, I hope they pay you well. Yeah. L- listeners, all the listeners out there, I hope you are paid well for whatever you do. I hope you get free staples. <laughs> and if you are paid well, consider contributing uh, 10% our of your income to our Patreon. No. Not 10% is a little steep. a lot. Yeah, 20% of your income. No, no, oh no. You went the I wanted way. to say that Jujutsu Kaisen was a show my roommate started watching on a whim before it exploded so suddenly around the third week of its run. I assume in popularity. Mm-hmm. I walked in on a cool fight scene and quickly demanded he started over from the beginning for me to watch. Hope you guys appreciate that quality fight animation. Josh. P.S. The visuals of the OP are amazing. P.P.S. Fingers crossed that JoJo's event in April brings Stone Ocean. Please. Thanks, yes. Josh. What is Sakuga? I don't know. Okay. Wait, where does it say Sakuga? The subject line. Oh, isn't Sakuga the... That's the um, guy. No. Is it? Isn't that the... Uh, oh, no, it's not. Never mind. You're thinking of okay. Sakuna. I'm thinking of Sakuna. I don't know what Sakuga is. What is Sakuga animation is a YouTube video. The power of Sakuga. A sequence of noticeably higher quality mm. used to highlight a particularly important scene. Oh, so that's when it gets like 3D. No, not necessarily. No. Okay, fine. No, no, no. I don't know. I'm, I'm, reading, on the, I'm reading about this as I go. But I would say there's some Sakuga happening here in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm. In Jujutsu Okay, let's let's move on to the next email here. Uh, this email is from Omar. Excited you guys are watching JJK. Hey, JJB pod crew. How are you guys doing during this wonderful start to 2021, which is debatable? I'm doing fine. I recently got contacts for the first time. Pretty freaking cool in my opinion to be able to see real far away. It helps me while driving. Nice. Do any of you guys wear contacts? I know Mark with a K, <laughs> but he wrote it with a C. Wears glasses based on the Twitter profile. It's true. Because you guys liked Haikyuu so much and have been asking for sports anime recommendations, I thought I'd create a recommendation list for you guys because I am a huge sports anime slash manga nerd. I'll link it here. The fourth column is the order I think you guys would like the shows the most. Do not refrain from reading the descriptions. They are spoiler free. This list is also for Mark and to help him find shows because he's such a jock. If you don't have the patience to click a link, my most highly recommended shows for you are Chihaya Furu, 
Run with the Wind, Ping Pong the Animation, Cross Game, and Baby Steps. Did did Omar mean Miles is a jock? They might have meant it sarcastically. I probably okay. joked it or something. Yeah, because okay. you're such a nerd, Mark. Yeah, it's true. I was reading comics when I was one. <laughs> I think this is the second time that you guys have watched a show that is currently ongoing. I've been watching this week to week, and overall, JJK is pretty good, but not great. It's one of those shows that has a lot of potential, but even 30, 13 episodes in, it hasn't taken much direction. I like the main character, even if he isn't very original. I just love me some earnest main characters, mostly because we don't have enough earnest people in the world. The heroine is awesomely selfish and is easily my favorite female from last year's anime. Sorry I rambled. Hope you guys continue to stay in good health. Sincerely, Omar. Thanks, Omar. Thanks for coming up with something that has an external link. What is yeah. this? Oh, oh, this it's, a... it's, it's giving me a virus. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. It's just a Google sheet. This is a big list. Thank you, Omar. Yeah, this is cool. Yay. Oh, there's a card game one, huh? Boxing. This... Oh, right. Of course. Recommendations. There's one, Keijo, that involves butt slash boob wrestling. I think Mark would like this, LOL. <laughs> I did. My eyes did go to it, mainly because my name was in there, but... No, you I saw also boob. boobs. I am interested in butt boob wrestling. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, oh, tank this... warfare called Girls and Panzer. Cute girls driving tanks. I like it. <laughs> what this email reminds me is that our listeners watch so much more anime than we do. I like that our listeners now have gotten to know us and can like figure out what each of us is going to like based on our opinions of other things. I like that. Anyway, I uh, I have worn contacts since I was uh, 12 years old. I remember first day of seventh grade, I came into school with contacts on and people were shocked. They did not recognize me because um, previously I was wearing oversized uh, pink glasses and I looked like a huge nerd from probably like second grade through seventh grade. And so first first day of seventh grade, or I guess through sixth grade, first day of seventh grade, I came with contacts on and people like could not recognize me <laughs> it was like she's all that it was like she's all that because you took off your also, glasses let your hair down also people like wanted to talk to me now and they're like oh okay you're not just like a weird i mean i was still weird but like, <laughs> maybe your glasses had that thing where they reflected the white light and you looked evil you look like gendo ikari and nobody that's could see your eyes it. that's it people thought you were unapproachable yeah anyway she's all that transformation i i yeah so i've i've worn contacts for a very long time because i am much older than 12 <laughs> uh and yeah now now i i mean i can put them on without looking in a mirror or anything i just bloop, bloop, and that's it i go about my I, actually I, she just makes those noises and they appear for for there was a time when i was putting on my contacts on the bus <laughs> because like i just didn't have time in the morning like I don't know. So I would just like do the bare minimum. Take my. You had time. <laughs> not. No, I didn't have that. Well, I mean, I, okay. I I had time, but I didn't want to wake up. You yeah. know. So <laughs> that's my problem is I need to wake up and catch a bus. So bare minimum, and then everything else like I'd put on my makeup on the bus too. But um, so like I'd I'd run to the bus stop and then like on the bus like on a shaky bus with no mirror. I would put. You'd come out looking my... like a cross-eyed Joker. No. <laughs> no, I looked it was fabulous. I had, a, I did have a mirror for my makeup, but not for mm. my contacts. Okay. Anyway. Uh, is there anything that we have to answer? Anything? Yes. In here, let's see here. Uh, I, I have tried to wear contacts. Uh, it doesn't work for me. I get too frustrated. Uh, 
And so I've tried twice. Once with hard contacts, I was able to get them in and I would just sit there wanting to scream for like an hour being like, this gets easier. And then I was like, I'll come back to this. I did not for like a year. I tried putting in soft contacts and felt like the same frustration at the glasses place and went, forget it, not doing it. And so I just wear glasses. I wish I could wear contacts, but I am a large coward. I have good vision. Yeah, good for you, fucker. I started wearing glasses late. I was like 23 <laughs> or 24 when I started wearing really? glasses. Yeah, I probably should have had them closer to being 20, but I didn't need them in high school and stuff. Oh, that's wild. I don't think I did. really fucked up your eyes in college or something. Yeah, that's probably fair to say. I've I've needed them since I was a young kid. Oh, no, I was... Yeah, I was pretty young. I spent too much time admiring all of the art in JoJo, and I couldn't wow. zoom in because apps are shitty. Do you want to read the next email, Miles? <laughs> I'm sad JoJo ruined your eyes. I'm not. Is fun. This email is from our dear, dear friend, Chad, our man in Hawaii. Uh, the subject line is pastiche. Aloha, JJB pod crew. I'm excited to hear what you all thought about the supernatural action series Jujutsu Kaizen. I'm already a fan, and if this is a Patreon pick, then there must be a few more that listen to the show. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen reminds me a lot of the shows Bleach and Naruto. I feel like many elements from Jujutsu Kaisen were templated from these two shows, i.e. well-meaning hero with big scary thing inside him is placed on a team with a super cool guy and a spunky girl being instructed by cool teacher with face covering from Naruto. <laughs> but the way they are used or approached gives the show its own unique flavor. I'm curious if any of you remember what you thought about the show based on just its OP, since this was included in the OP only episode. It was? I have no memory. Yeah, I don't really remember it either. I remember it. I think someone mentioned something about jellyfish powers. That makes sense. Also, the ending song and animation is one of my favorites in the tradition of let's make our characters dance to the music. I, I really liked it. Well, I can't wait to hear all your thoughts. Keep up the great show and stay safe. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Heads up for anyone that also enjoyed The Promised Neverland. Season 2 has started airing and is available on Funimation and Hulu, and it's really good. Ooh, we gotta Jackie. do it. Thanks. <laughs> this, this this show has been mentioned like three times already. Um, <laughs> sweet. Uh, we'll talk about this stuff, I guess. We'll talk about the dancing. We will talk about... Yeah. It's like, Why I want to this... I want to respond to these emails, but then I'm like, no, 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 we'll get to it when we talk about the show. Hopefully we actually do. Oh, I guess we can talk about what we, what the, um, if we remembered uh, in the OP episode. I do not. I don't. I I, I remember something about, because I, I think the note, the thing that I do remember is that panda in the opening. There's like a panda running, jumping across a building or something in the opening which we still haven't seen yet in the first three episodes that we watched but i i think that was something that stuck out to me and i was like i don't know it was pro i probably said something like it's i don't know it's like do people with powers and a panda like whatever <laughs> for, for that episode you took notes on your phone by screenshotting and drawing with your finger uh-huh um and you sent me those screenshots and i did put them on patreon Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to find them. I think you just wrote Kung Fu Panda, like you just scrawled it yeah. with your hand. My favorite thing is there's a screenshot, I think, of the Tokyo Ghoul trailer, and I think it's someone with their hair flowing out behind them, and you just wrote in red, emo, <laughs> over it. Yeah, that was all That was all emo. It was very, uh, very Jackie, I have to say. 
Uh, let me see here. God, it's been a while. It's been a while. Damn it. Yeah, I knew. I shouldn't have said it. It's been a while since uh, we did. It's been a while. Oh, no, wait. You didn't write emo. You wrote wake me up inside. Yes. Oh, right. Because it was Evanescence. Yeah. It seemed like Evanescence. You wrote bring me to life. Uh, okay. For the Jujutsu Kaisen OP, there's the shot where we see a girl put on glasses and she sees a monster crawling out of water. Jackie just wrote what? <laughs> W-A-T. And then there's a frame where one panda is looking at another panda and you wrote no in, in giant red letters, which I think means you... <laughs> I think meant you didn't like the song, not that you didn't like panda on panda no, violence. No, I think I didn't like the pandas, maybe. I don't Why know. Why didn't you like the pandas? Because you wrote, you wrote no over the Detective Conan opening as well. I don't remember. You know, the one where he's like, my name is Jimmy Kudo, and I just took a bunch of acid. Now what's going to happen? <laughs> he doesn't say that. But. Oh, you're right. Sometimes I do write no to, I did write no to say I didn't like the opening, but maybe I didn't like the pandas. Maybe I thought the show looked stupid. Anyway. We'll find out what you really liked. Yeah. Well, but we got one more email from Martin. Martin! Subject line, long time no see. Hi-yo. Uni fucked me a bit for the end of last semester. Had like dozens of essays to write under Christmas. And now I've finally gotten more than half of them done. Uh, stress is at a high at the moment, and I think I'll be able to catch up with the pod now. I saw you were watching Jujutsu Kaisen, and I had to write in. I started watching it in the middle of December, and it was so good, I finally started watching anime again. I really love the characters, and both the opening and both the openings and specifically the endings are so good. It really rekindled my love for anime, and I started to watch Attack on Titan for the first time right after I got caught up with Juka. I watched the first season in one day. Jesus Christ. Second again in one day. And third, the following day. (laughs) There are like 59 episodes, all 25 minutes in three days. I was so behind on a few assignments, but it was worth it. (laughs) Put your studies first, please. (laughs) I'm like, like, I need to intervene and say, please. What if Martin's major is anime? Don't fail out of school because of anime. (laughs) Um, the newest season is airing now and it feels like it's about to become even greater than the previous seasons. I can't really recommend Attack on Titan for the pod because I don't think the first three episodes are good enough to watch. It's better to watch the whole series when you start. P.S. I will continue the candy review next month. There's still a lot I need to do. P.P.S. All stressed, no horny. I think stressful times can still be horny times. That's true. Martin. You you have to refocus. You have to be like, I need to think about horny things because that can help take the edge off. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, I know what stress, you mean, Mark. Stress relief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have something to say about this. I got uh, something to say. I always liked uh, finals period in college. Why? Like better than regular stuff. Because it was like most of my finals were writing and I just had to like knock out, like hang out in the library all day, all night, just knock out all this writing. And then I was done. I liked it much better than like having to study for tests. I hate writing because I don't just knock it out. My I just go, oh, no, 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 oh, no, for like weeks. And then I might not even do the actual writing on time. So to me, you just basically said like, I don't know why people don't like getting their nails pulled out. <laughs> it's really simple. You only have 10 fingers and then the nails are done. I don't think I had a strong opinion either way. 
I like I liked writing things, but I didn't like if I had too many papers to write. You know, if there's too many in a short amount of time, then I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't like finals week. I like I like the feeling of everything being over. Like when you finish two classes finals, and then you're just like, oh, I have a short week, and then I'm done, and then you you you're done. I did like that aspect. Mm-hmm. Then you hit Good Riddance by Green Day on the MP3 player. Yeah. And you say, hey, have a great summer. Yeah. But in the yeah. end, it's right. I hope you have the time of your life. I like binge watching, binge watching things. Yeah. So that's, that's my eight, style. Roughly eight hours a day by my math of anime. I've definitely, I don't know about, I don't know about 59 episodes in three days. I have, I don't think I've done that, but I've definitely watched a full season of something. That show was also in our OPs We Never Knew, by the way. It's that one that started with that German phrase that was like, are you the... Attack on Titan? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Are you the prey? No, I'm the hunter or something. Nine something Jaeger. So we've started an anime Slack channel at work Hmm. and I've been shocked at how many weebs there are that I work with. I didn't know. It's it's more mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like comic books were. People who I previously thought were cool watch anime. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's cool to watch anime now oh i was in um i was in the pharmacy yesterday or two days ago and there were just these two girls i wanted to say that they were probably in their early teens and one of them had a big pink sweatshirt on that had um what's her name the girl from demon slayer nezuko okay nezuko whatever on the bottom it was just a big picture of her with the thing in her mouth or whatever it was a big pink sweatshirt oh cool yeah but uh I did not say anything because they were children. Yeah. Is anime leaking into the real world? I think, yeah. Oh, no. And here yeah. I was thinking it was just uh, just our podcast. I thought it was just for podcasters and children. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was it. Uh, uh, before we... So uh, is this stuff actually popular? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Demon Slayer especially. I mean, I was looking right because Jujutsu Kaisen is, according to Wikipedia... One of the most like wide-selling mangas of all time. It sold a fuck ton of volumes. It's in the oh, wow. tier of like over ten million or something like really? that. Really? And then I was just looking at the Wikipedia article and I looked at the toppest tier, right? Over the toppest tier. The toppest tier. That's over hundred and twenty million volumes either sold or in circulation, which you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the time means it's going to be sold or whatever. JoJo's is up there, mm-hmm. right? The comic that has sold more than JoJo's, though, there's a lot, there's a few, but one of the ones that has sold them more than JoJo is Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. which is like mm. less than a fourth of the same age, if you mm-hmm. think about it. It's it's insane. Yeah. Um, It's just, you know, JoJo's has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think, um, you know, One Piece was also up there, but again, mm-hmm. long running comics. So yeah, Demon yeah. Slayer is meteoric, has a meteoric rise in popularity. But but uh, this one as well, right? Jiu-jitsu? This is also very popular. Yeah. I don't know if it's the phenomenon that Demon Slayer is. Pro- I think maybe its name also kind of hurts it. Mm. It's, I don't know if really... I sound like a Western like uh, executive being like, ah, kids don't know how to say Jujutsu Kaisen. What does that mean? What does Jujutsu Kaisen mean? Uh, sorcery battle. Oh, that sounds cool. Why didn't why didn't they translate that? Sorcery in English? battle is the most vanilla thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, Demon Slayer is pretty fucking. Demon Slayer is like also that, boring. That but can be like ten other things that I can think of. Yeah, but it does sound kind of metal. <laughs> That's it true. sounds more hardcore it than does, the show is. It does to be honest. sound like the name of a metal band. Isn't is there a metal band called Demon Slayer? I don't even have to look, and but yes. <laughs> if like, you ever want to see, 
if you ever want to just not- challenge yourself to an impossible task, a Sisyphusian, whoa, Sisyphean, whatever, an impossible Sisyphean. thing. Say to yourself, I'm going to come up with a cool metal band name, right? Uh-huh. It has to be cool. Think of it and then go to the Encyclopedia Metallium, metal-archives.net.com, I forget, and look it up and mm-hmm. it's there and there's two of them and one of them's in Germany and one of them's in the United States <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. There's a thrash band famous called Sodom. So you're like, let me make a band called Gomorrah. Already exists. Mm-hmm. Did you try to combine the word death with something else? Too bad. It's already there. Damn. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say, names are tricky because like Harry Potter is very popular and that's just the name of a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But it's catchy and it's it's meant for English speakers, English readers, and the name is easy to pronounce for English readers. And the, the, it's, it's. All of the books were subtitled, like not not subtitled, but you know, it was like Harry Potter True. and the, you know, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter and I like whatever, the Prisoner of Azkaban. I can name a few. Half Blood Prince. I've never read Deathly a single. Hallows Part One, Part Two, Goblet of Fire. I haven't read any of the Harry Potter books. There, I read the, I read number four in one sitting, <laughs> in one day. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then I just couldn't get into them after that. I think that was the last book that I was like, I read books. Mm. And now my brain's like, video games. Uh, <laughs> I need to touch you're, it. You're getting an tubers or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's my recent new brain puddle <laughs> is, is that. But uh, yeah, I like that one Photoshop. Harry Potter and the audacity of this bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, last thing I'll tell you before we go to break is that we have a Patreon and you should go to it and you can support us. Support starts at only a dollar. I recommend you sign up and then... Uh, filter all reminder emails about your membership to go to the trash so you forget because it's a dollar patreon.com slash jjbpod is the url um if you sign up for three dollars or more i will say thank you and read your name and no one has taken advantage to make the name uh mark eats dirt or whatever so here are the names thank you (laughs) to jj dylan mickey nocturnal leah aura disney kaden nick celeste austin tim Tyler, Martin, Michael, Chad, and and that's it. <laughs> you make this podcast feel good. We also Ooh. have uh, $15 and $20 tiers. They're the same thing. One is just nicer. Uh, where you sponsor us to watch an anime of your choosing. As long as JoJo is not out, we need things to watch. And people have been sponsoring us. So that's why we're watching uh, Juju. Jujutsu Kaisen this week and um, Talentless Nana and stuff. A lot of lot of uh, home runs are being hit by our listeners. So, but listeners, you also can just like if an if a lot of you recommend something or if you you know make a convincing argument for you know it'll get on the list. You know, it just yeah. might not be. We're we're gonna prioritize the Patreon picks. But if we're hearing that you know like it sounds like a lot of people like Jujutsu Kaisen. So if a couple yeah. of people emailed about it and said like why it would be cool, like maybe we would have watched it without it being a patreon pick maybe yeah feel free to but maybe it wouldn't have been today maybe it would have been like two months from now who knows yeah (laughs) we'll see we'll see everyone's got to get you got to rush to get it in before jojo comes out because then we have to realign our priorities and who knows that's true we don't have to listen to any of you that's true we only listen if we run out of patreon picks sometimes i'm just like why don't we watch this thing (laughs) that i watched a long time ago people have to pay us for us to listen to their explanation of what the fuck is happening in JoJo's. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sure it'll be just like that again. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be back to talk Jujutsu Kaisen. All right, bye forever. 
Okay, this episode this week is about Jujutsu Kaisen, a very popular runaway phenomenon anime that is running right now. And as of the time of this recording, they are up to episode 14 of a 24-episode series. Jujutsu Kaisen uh, loosely, I guess, translates into Sorcery Fight. Uh, It is based on a 2018 manga by Gege Akutani, who uh, previously worked on some one-shot mangas and wrote a comic called Tokyo Metropolitan Curse Technical School. What? uh, A few years before, I think like 2014, and that was in a comic called Giga Jump. This guy loves technical school. And that was so popular that it became Jujutsu Kaisen when uh, he moved to Shonen Jump. He renamed it. So there's actually a prequel to Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, so it's the same technical school, Miles. Um, and yeah, this is being uh, adapted by the anime studio MAPPA. Or MAPPA. They did Dorohedoro, Yuri on Ice. Uh, a bunch of different quality shows that we like and it is about, it's kind of about sorcerers fighting. It kind of is sorcery fight, except hmm. they never ever call them spells and stuff. They call them all curses. Which I like. And it's definitely based in an East Asian sort of, uh, I don't know what you would call that, I guess, sorcery. But the curses and the idea of talisman, like mm. spell paper that's wrapped around things, like these seals. Um so it's sort of an Eastern sorcery-influenced uh, comic or manga. And yeah, it seems like it's also going to be about, as Chad said, someone who has a very powerful entity inside them that they can utilize or tame. Mm-hmm. And there's a school structure here, so maybe there's going to be some school kind of drama yeah, and silliness. Yeah, it seems like each thing that they do is like they're learning something, and we as a viewer also learn something. Yeah, I'm just kind of... Even though I love JoJo doing it in parts one and two, I'm hoping I don't have to see more stuff where people yell the technique. Really? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I liked it in JoJo. I liked it in Bao because the names are very funny. It's such a common thing in anime. I know, but I don't know. I just wish that they'd earn the technique more. When they say it out of nowhere, it feels like, what? Did you just think of this on the toilet and now it's just like there? Yeah. I don't know, because also when Jonathan would yell it, it was like he's using sunlight, and so he's yelling sunlight overdrive, and you're like, okay. But then underwater, he'd be like aquamarine sunlight, and you're like, that's two different things. You can't do that. Um, mm. but yeah. Anyway, I think it's fine. I just, I'm just like, okay, we're in an anime, and I'm used to it. You know? Yeah. Why don't I yell the things? You know, like today when we were going upstairs from watching <laughs> this, I brought like a stack of Chinese food garbage. And a glass cup, and I balanced it on top when I opened the door. It's very stupid. Yeah. yeah. But I pulled it off, and I wanted, I should have yelled, like, amazing plastic glass balancing combination. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what you should I'm going to start doing that. Maybe, maybe it feels really Who's good gonna to do. stop you? Yeah. Nobody. Like, you live with one person. It doesn't sound like Jackie's going to complain. Nope. Well, I'm going to yell it when I, like, parallel park. I'm going to roll the window down and scream, like, <laughs> perfect parallel technique. Form nine, fast and sloppy, two feet away from the curb. <laughs> that's that's one of my many styles of paralleling. Um, are you not a confident paralleler? Um, I'm pretty good. I, I I do often end up pretty far. I've I've pulled off some amazing things. I have a photo of this old shitty sedan that I got from my grandmother that is just like an inch away from either bumper. Um, wow. 
But uh, yeah, I can't really do it in sedans. Hatchback, no problem. I know exactly where I end and you begin. That's one of the benefits of the hatchback. You know where your your butt is. Yeah. But backup cameras, I, I now understand them. You know, mm-hmm. I understand how to read the zones and I can do it, but I don't want a big car. Anyway, back to anime. Anime. <sighs> um, yeah. And this show is set technically in Tokyo. Yeah. The school seems to be in kind of a remote foresty outskirt of Tokyo. And it starts out with this kid being an average high school kid. Um, but I guess if we want to go scene by scene right it's not average he's a tremendous athlete uh yeah he is and can i just blurt out right away that do we know why he's so fucking strong and fast yeah we do not know right Uh, this is going to be something that that comes out right that this is destiny or something yeah you think so it's also jackie and i watched unbreakable last night i watched it for the first time yeah and in that movie, not it's not really a spoiler, but Bruce Willis is like a one in a million super strong person who doesn't get sick, yeah. who can lift, who can bench over 300 pounds. And someone keeps trying to tell him like, you are special. This is important and worth yeah. focusing on. And so watching this, it's like, you know, he's throwing stuff and the comic or the anime is stopping to say, uh, he just threw that shot put 30 meters. The world record is 23 meters. You yeah. know, he just jumped that far or whatever. So he's like superhumanly strong. He punches through a concrete wall. And mm. I love that he, when she, when the other student is like, you just, how did you do that? And he's like, well, it wasn't reinforced concrete. I thought that was very funny. Um, I was uh, assuming that his powers, I don't know why, but I was assuming it was because he was carrying around. Uh, that's what I thought. Stuff. Yeah. But then he's like, oh, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. And so I don't know. So yeah, and him kind of being like, when that girl is like, most people can't do that. And he's like, most people? Like normal people? It's like, oh, so just like Bruce Willis and Unbreakable, does he not realize how strong he's, he is? He's probably like, I don't know, his dad was a curse or something. His dad was a finger. <laughs> his dad was a curse and he left his he left her mo- his mom. and oh. Yeah, know. I think there's going to be something like so that. So he's half curse. So that, that's why he's a one in a million <laughs> vessel for this monster guy. Yeah. Or Here's ma- my prediction. Go ahead. This whole thing is sponsored by Juicero, and we're going to reveal that he is so strong because he's been juicing his whole life. What is Juicero? Is that a juice company? Yeah. Okay. I think it's a pyramid scheme. Oh. <laughs> Don't sue me if it's not a pyramid scheme, please. I like calling things pyramid schemes, even when they're not. Wow. When they're just multi-level marketing, which is not a pyramid scheme. Well, if you're selling an actual product, it's not a pyramid scheme. I still think it's uh It's a little sus. It it can be very it could take advantage of people and I don't like that. For sure. But For sure. Besides that, we should talk about that while we talk about this alkaline water that I'd like to sell you. No. This water is the best water. Um anyway. So yeah, the show kind of does feel like it starts in the middle of something and knowing that there was a prequel makes sense. Oh, there was a prequel. That's what I, yeah, that's what yeah. I was saying. The technical school comic was. Um, uh, 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 uh. And well, the classic flash forward opening and then flashback, which made me think like, oh, another of these. Yeah. Yeah. And then halfway through the first episode, I was like, wait, was that a flash forward? What the fuck? Because I was like, when is this going to connect? And then slowly it did make sense. Mm. I guess that's kind of what you're supposed to do. Anyway. Yeah. It starts with our hero or who we think our hero might be, Yuji. And he's sort of bound by with his hands behind his back and ropes that have seals on them, which I liked because it's like, well, seals? he can't break the ropes. Those little paper things with, oh, with kanji written on them. I didn't them. notice that. Yeah, there's seals. Not like the R&B singer, though. 
Not like, okay, yeah, there's like nobody. Say, well, he does say we're never going to survive unless we go a little crazy. Oh, that's true. So episode three, now mm. I get you. Mm. Um, and he's talking to some sorcerer freak uh, with spiky gray hair and a blindfold on. And he's like, oh, we're actually going to execute you. Don't worry about the others. Um, but yeah. And then we kind of go back to, I guess, normal present day. We flash back and we learn that this kid, first of all, this kid is the most chill kid I've ever seen. I will <laughs> never be this chill. He's not phased by anything. Yeah, he's very chill. Uh, his grandpa dies in front of him and he seems sad. He says he's sad. He's kind of fucked up by it. But like his life is threatened and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just like fighting a cursed demon and is like, oh, fuck it. I guess I'll become cursed. And he just doesn't seem he's, that bothered by he's it. He's very brave. I think he's kind of stupid. I think that's like... Yeah. Right? They, he they also, kind of say like, that. Like, I would not... You're going to eat a finger because, like, a guy said something. You're going to eat it? Like, this is a cursed Gross. whatever it is. You don't know what's going to happen. Like, I think he's just stupid and impulsive. And that's why, like, he can't be afraid of things because he's too stupid to realize that things are scary. But he does. He stops <laughs> and thinks to himself. You know, he thinks about, like, well, I just saw my grandpa die. And he really wanted me to help people. No, that's a good point. And so this is another form of looking at death. And I do he appreciate does, all that, by the way. He does seem to reflect on death in particular. And I, it, I think, I assume this is something that's universal. But like when you know somebody dies, like at least for me, I mean, I assume this is universal. But for me, definitely like when, when, I, when I find out that someone died and like that whole like week or like couple of days i'm kind of fucked up a little bit yeah even if i didn't know that person that well i'm like wow man any of us can just be like here one day and and it's like it's just like it sticks with me for like a little while but i don't Um, think that's why he's like not freaking out when something's gonna eat him i but i think that like i don't know because he kind of comes back to it a couple of times I, i i think that like that's it's just reminding me of that mental state like that's where he that's the place that he's in right now where he's he's in a different state than normal i think i guess but it's like after the fight is over and stuff he's like what was that he's like just sort of like whatever about yeah. it all you know he's just like he's not like oh my fucking god there's blood everywhere um maybe he's just accept. it's kind of he's kind of seems that like giant he's hand was molesting my senpai he's accepted death that was <laughs> that was very intentionally erotic that one shot of her being groped by the hand that was clothed hentai, and I condemn it. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, and this is also an example of I a show it was fine. where, uh, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> um, where it's like he's starting out with these two other high schoolers, and they're kind of nerds, and it seems like it's going to be this sort of like Wait, dumb. Mark, you're talking a lot. Miles, what is your impression of this kid? <laughs> I I agree with you that he's a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. I think he's just a dumb dumb. Okay. Because, Mark, you started going scene by scene, and, and now you're kind of all over the place. Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. <laughs> um, should we go scene by scene? I don't know. What do you so, think, Jackie? You usually uh, have a, a strong feeling. So, if we're going to go scene by scene, let me let me help you out here. Uh, so, he he's home. He's calling, he, he's, uh, calling a hospital uh, because he wants to talk to an old man, and it's his grandpa who is dying in the hospital um and then we also cut to uh his friends at school who are in a club and they're doing a ouija board 
It's like an occult club or something. They're using a Ouija board to talk to. It's something like an Ouija board. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not a Ouija board, but it's like a Japanese Ouija board. It's a Waluigi board. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and there's this drama of like, oh, this club is only three people. You can't have a club if if he's not in this club. And there's like this whole sort of school daisy battle thing uh, where a track coach is like, I signed you up for the track team, so you can't be in this club. Fight me. And then they yeah. compete in shot put and the kid again breaks world records. And is then like, anyway, back to the... And then he goes to the hospital and his grandpa dies in front of him. Yeah, and his grandpa also does that like, thing where he's like... in the middle like, of talking. He's like, yeah. He seems fine. You know, no, he, he turns on his side and like yeah. kind of closes his eyes. Like we see that, like he knows. Mm-hmm. But he also was like, hey, your parents, I have to tell you something. And the kid in true dummy fashion is like stop talking about that like stop because he doesn't want to believe his de- his grandpa's gonna die and he's just like you're stop trying to be cool when you die and stuff and then the guy does die before telling him what his parents were uh, so maybe he was going to say your dad was a finger <laughs> your dad was a demon ub yeah um and the grandpa kind of hints at the idea that he's like no one is here for me i didn't have enough friends when i was alive so you should try to be there for other people and die with a lot of friends around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he, I think, because he also keeps talking about the club. The grandpa is like, "No, you should go to the club." Oh, okay. So I wonder if I, I think you're right. Either the grandpa is like, "Your dad's a curse" or whatever, and that's why you should keep going to an occult club or something, or he's just like, "You should go to a club and make friends, lifelong friends that will be there for you on your deathbed, not like me." A yeah. lonely and then fuck he said to his grandpa, liked. "You can find me in the club." That's it. What? Bottle <laughs> full of bub. No, I, uh, think so. I I did think the same thing at first that he was like, "You have to go to your club," and I thought it was going to be like right at the flash forward. It was like something about curses and and executions. So he has a secret school where he goes to learn demon stuff. And then it was this goofy club where they're like, "We're investigating the soccer field," and the mm-hmm. president of the student body or whatever is like. That soccer field had, they had ticks, mm-hmm. And they're like, they're dummies. They're just a bunch of dumb kids. So I was like, what does the grandpa want him to do? But I, yeah, either he knew it was a cult based and it has to do with curses or he was just like, go have friends. Yeah. Stop talking to me, this old man. Right. Like, don't, don't be with me. I'm about to die. I'm not going to be your friend. <laughs> and so Yuji is kind of, yeah, he's, he's a little fucked up about it. He's kind of sad, but again, not that sad. And we also have seen running parallel to this this guy named Fushiguro or Megumi, which I thought was a girl's name, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to look, he just wants to go look at, I guess, this cursed object. And uh, he like goes to some part of the school. He's kind of sneaking around at night and there's like this outdoor thing that's supposed to have a cursed object inside it. Mm-hmm. He opens it, it's not there and he starts freaking out. He's on the phone with someone who's like, oh shit, you better find that. And like pretty much that attitude. I'm not just like summarizing it in that yeah. way. Um, and we find out that the occult club like found that object and stole it. Well, the way that we find it, we find this out is because he he senses the the boy. What's his name? Yuji. Uh, Yuji. Uh, he he feels the pre- that he has a c- heavy curse on him. So uh, Megumi is like, oh, that's the guy. Like, let me follow him. He has it, and so he goes. To the hospital, he follows him to the hospital, and like after his grand, the uh, Yugi's grandpa dies. Yugi, Yuji, Yuji, not Yugi, not Yu Gi Oh. 
<laughs> Yuji. Uh, His trap card is activated. Uh, Yuji's gra- his grandpa dies and he has to fill out all this paperwork and something about funeral, p- whatever. And uh, that's when Megumi approaches him and he's like, sorry, man, I know you're in mourning, but uh, this is important. You need to give up that thing that you have. It's a powerful curse and like people could die. Um, and he's like, what? I don't know. I don't know. What's the big deal? And then he pulls out his backpack and he gives, he hands it over to the guy. Hands over the container. The container. It's empty. Um, and they're like, the guy's like, oh shit, we need to like get that thing because like people can die. And he's like, uh, Yuji is like, they're unwrapping it now. Like my, my senpai, my said senpai. she wants to unwrap it. And he's like, oh, they're going to die. Yeah. They're people. Yeah. They're going to die. And so they run over to the high school they don't uber and my question yeah well i don't know about uber but my question is it's set in 2018 actually i have multiple questions one don't they have cell phones can't he just call them that's a great question yes great question that's question number one number two did he walk from school to the hospital probably like he didn't take a he didn't take a bike or a bus or anything so he walked okay so anyway they had to run um they couldn't take a taxi definitely the phone call is a good question yeah. Because it's not like we hear anything like, oh, the curse energy blocks the cell signal or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. Like, uh, maybe there, maybe that was in the original story. He goes to call her and it doesn't work. Maybe, yeah, maybe they cut it out. Maybe they called and she left her phone in her bag. And so... She was busy being eaten or something. No, she called and I think the curse energy is like, you, 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 and you don't get phone no, calls. No, you leave your phone in your bag. You have it on silent. You like, like, oh, hold, let me put my phone on silent because I'm about to unwrap uh, this weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So then we we see that the the senpai and the other kid. Oh, well, we learn other things about curses. Oh. We learn that um, curses come from negative emotions from people. Um, Specifically, any place where there's a lot of negative emotions, it gets concentrated. Right, and we also learn that places like high schools are very commonly have curses because graveyards. I think right. Yeah, but like high school like kids are there's on they're under a lot of pressure they're angsty you know high school sucks for a lot of people um so a lot of high schools have some kind of talisman to uh keep away curses um and the way that that works is they have a very my understanding of it anyway is they have a very powerful curse they keep a very powerful curse on the that that is like sealed or whatever on the grounds to scare away other curses from coming. Cause I guess curses, like once they are formed, they can move around. They can um, eat other curses, right? Well, that's the other part of it, right? So one, you have this thing that, that scares away other curses. So I, I guess the other curses are scared that they would be eaten probably. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Um, but then after a certain amount of time, um, it, be- it can become a magnet for curses. So curses, It'll become well, a magnet yeah, well, and they'll want to eat it. Partially because the seal weakens over time yeah. and this was sealed up a long time ago right. and so the paper's probably coming off. I think he was going there to reseal it. I think that's why he showed up there in the first place. He was going there to like reseal it um, because it was getting weak. That's why um, Megumi went there in the first place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went there to, to yeah, just sort of do some maintenance, you know, upkeep <laughs> on that seal. Yeah. But so, uh, really good timing, you know? So those are the things that we learned and I like all this explanation. I like understanding. Yeah, normally it. I hate this kind of thing 
where I have to like learn. I've talked about how I hate learning like a new system, but this, I feel like they introduced it very smoothly. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was quick too. It got me interested. Yeah. And it seems like they're going to sprinkle it in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, and this is, like I said, it's somewhat based on, I, I don't know what it's called, if there's a name for this sort of Eastern mysticism kind of thing, which I think is interesting. I, I don't know too much about it. I've talked about the one thing I think of when it comes to seals is the Chinese hopping vampire. Um, I think they're called Jiangxi. And whenever you see them depicted, they have a seal in front of their face. Uh, it's like a trope, a cartoon kind of trope. Uh, but uh, next time you play like a Castlevania or something or Vampire Hunter, you'll see it and be like, oh, yeah, the hopping vampires. Uh, but yeah, it's cool to see this kind of thing represented, right? Like I've I've seen a lot of like quote unquote Western stuff, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, Helsing kind of has that, right? With like vampire lore and some Christian Christian lore in there, I guess, mm-hmm. kind of runs hand in hand with vampire stuff nowadays. Um, and alchemy is represented in Full Metal Alchemist. And, you know, like I do sorcery myself. I uh-huh. am a witch and I sacrifice animals and stuff. Cool. So I know about that. Um, but uh, this is a fun topic to cover. Obviously, I think that they're also kind of formatting it to be shown any in a way because, you know, I talked about things being sort of segmented, but it's like we know in this first episode, like, oh, you've eaten a finger. I have another finger. There are 20 in total. Yeah. So you're like, now we have a structure. Yeah. Uh, but that's a little bit later. So they go back to the school where they're doing the thing. The girl unwraps the finger and, yep, everything goes to shit. She These unwraps are- it. She it, it, it It's revealed that it's a human finger because we didn't know that before. Right. Well, maybe human. It's a human-ish finger, well, it's certainly. A, it's, it is a finger with a it's nail. It's a gross purple finger. Yeah. And she's like, what's the deal with this? Uh, <laughs> she gets on, on stage where there's a microphone in a comedy club and she says, what's the deal with this dirty finger? Oh, boy. And, and it's, uh, that unleashes come out. the curse. Yeah, all the demons are coming out of the woodwork. And this demon is, not, is then when they're, we see the, the, the Megumi and Yuji running towards the school. We see this curse monster wandering around the halls. His classmates are hiding and the monster is saying, what time is it? Yeah. Just in plain Japanese, imananji desu ka? Just yeah. what hour is it right now? Yeah. And everyone in the school goes, game time. And yeah. And then the demon says, that's what I'm talking about and claps. <laughs> um, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but in, in episode three, there's a demon that says, do you need a receipt? Yeah. And so I'm wondering if the demons in this show like take on like phrases typically repeated yeah. in the area. What time is it? Do you need a receipt? It might be, I wonder if like that demon is related, like it was formed out of in- anxiety around like That's what I mean. being late to things or like, oh. or like, like what time is it? Oh shit, I'm late for a class or what time is oh, wait, it? What's the I, receipt have a, demon? I have a, th- it might be just anxiety for the um, shopkeepers not doing shopkeepers, their job, right? Yeah. <laughs> One of the demons is like, 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 did you do inventory today? Like at your, like at your job, like your boss, like yells at you if you don't ask don't you don't give people their receipt there's a demon that's like please take this customer survey when you get home (laughs) a demon that's rehearsing how to ask for a raise from the boss yeah um debating about you know if they should go into work if they're not on the schedule um or rather should you ask if you are supposed to be anyway uh so yeah they then uh fucking uh Megumi and Yuji go back to the school and Yuji, uh, Megumi twice is like, Yuji, just stay here. Don't come in. Yeah. But Yuji uh, just decides to like bust through a window. Because he says, he's like, he's he's sitting there, he's kind of debating it. And that's the thing is I do like that we hear 
even though it's weird to me that he doesn't seem to get freaked out by this, the status quo, it's nice that we do see the thing where he thinks about how his grandpa died and he wants to listen to him instead of just like what I kind of picture a shonen struggle to be where they're like, I'm scared, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. And they think about it something for a second. They're like, I'm not scared anymore. And yeah. that is, again, like in a loose way, that is what happens here. Yeah. But uh, it looks really cool when he does it. And he kind of thinks of death in a realistic way. Uh, so, yeah, Megumi has been fighting the demon by this point, I think. The curse. The curse demon. I'm going to keep calling well, one them One of the curse. I mean, there's a bunch of them, I think, out out, out and about, right? Yeah. And then uh, Mr. Jujutsu Kaisen himself jumps through the glass, through the window, and uh, just like kicks the demon in the face. Like, yeah. who would even, oh, does he get up there? Who would even think that humans no, can he just punches affect, it. he just punches it? I wrote down that he punches it. You would think that like, <laughs> if things are all about curses, how can he even affect them? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, he says... Uh, he punches it and he grabs his friends. Megumi later says curses can't, can only be hurt by other curses. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought during that, that's like the second phase of the fight. I think Yuji has the demon finger in his hand and is using that as a weapon which I thought was cool. But then we reveal that it's being focused on for another reason. So, yeah, they fight and Yuji's just like, yeah, he's my saves, friends. He, he goes and he saves his friends. That's what he does. He goes and he, because the girl is all in the, in like being all touched on. She's being molested. The, and it's going to eat her because she has the, because she has the finger and it's good, it's trying to eat her. And that's when um, Megumi tells everybody or at least tells uh, Yugi, Yuji, Yuji, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> that uh that demons eat curses to get stronger or whatever so that's right. why they're attracted to it um so he saves his friends and they're like knocked out um and that's also when we learn only curses can exercise can exercise other curses um it's so weird so i guess he could still punch but he just can't get rid of it yeah i guess or maybe it has to do with his background that he is a curse puncher you know that he that's why he's so strong maybe yeah um i it's weird to me that they're all curses i thought it was going to be like these are curses and we are spell casters who exorcise curses but they're like nope we curse with more curses mm. uh, it's like if the fire department shot fire and it worked somehow <laughs> you can fight fire with fire it's crazy um so yeah, they end up beating. No, they don't. Well, they're in. They're fighting the demon, and Yuji's being advised not to fuck with it. Uh, but then, while he's like pretty much about to be killed, he's in a lot of danger, yeah, the, and he's like it, uh, the curse grabs him and like is and he's holding the the finger, and then like somehow he like loses the f- he, it, it he ends throws up in it his in mouth the air he, because it's he he can't touch it because it's just in his mouth. He yeah. has no arms to grab it. All so right. he throws it up into the air with his mouth. So that he can catch it and hold still hold on to it. Oh no, he eats it is what I'm well, thinking. Well then of. he well he's then he eats it. But first he's just holding on to it. And then he remembers um that if you eat the curse that your curse becomes stronger or whatever. He's sort of taking a guess though. Yeah. He doesn't know what will happen. He could just become a curse magnet for the rest of his life. He could just be cursed. I think you know? he is, yeah. <laughs> How it's gross, though, right? It's pretty gross. To eat a finger? It's a, also, like a dead, like, de- like decaying finger? I don't know. Maybe by this point, it would be very, like, brittle and powdery, and you would be able to eat it. But mm-hmm. that's my problem, is this is a huge finger, and mechanically, is this guy just, like, is he, like, one of those hot dog eating champs that can just, like, swallow things, like, in one bite? Like, how would you do it's this? It's gotta be super dry. In real life, you would get the finger, you'd be like... <laughs> 
you yeah. just fucking die. Like we don't watch him chew on it, so he just swallows it whole. Yeah, right? he's got a talent. Listen, I've been watching a lot of Top Chef Junior lately, and I'm wondering how they would prepare this thing. Mm. It could be a challenge on that show. I don't want to think about it. I think you just put a lot of hot okay. sauce on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely drown out the original taste. Yeah, you take some cut, like some other powerful flavor and put it all over it. Yeah, take somebody's toe and mix that. That'll be better. Barbecue sauce. Some sriracha. Yeah, there you go. Um, so he eats the finger and Megumi, who's like nose curses and stuff, is like, oh, fuck. Uh, and then <laughs> like this Megumi dumbass. has cool curses. He has two little doggies. I mean, they're not little, but they're cool. Yeah, he has. He summons wolves. Um, Wolf curses. Curse wolves. And then uh, when Yuji eats the finger, he looks a little bit more shonen-y. He gets Mike Tyson tattoos. He says, by the way, Megumi says, that could kill him or it's a one in a million shot that some, the worst possible thing will happen, which, which is, is the, the demon will take over him. Um, and this reminds me a little bit of Jojo's arrow. You know, because yes. if you're shot with the arrow, you could get powers or you could die. And that's kind of what mm. happens here. Yeah, it's he, true. He could he, he ate the finger. He could have died or he could have been possessed, basically, which is slightly different. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and and uh, so. The, but yeah, he gains a face tattoo and he. Uh, he also embodies all crazy. the personality or the, the spirit of the person who owned the finger. Uh, Yomen Skuna. Uh, kind of starts talking through him. He has all these Mike Tyson tats mm-hmm. and he's like jacked to her. Uh, and he's like, yes, I'm alive. And, you know, there's still sorcerers, but there's human and women everywhere. Uh, he's apparently been sealed for hundreds of years. Um, but then Yuji also takes his body back from this demon. Although when he's Sukuna, briefly the other demon that was in the school, the curse or whatever, uh, he just like flattens it instantly, I think. Right? He just like, without even like, breaking a sweat the other curse is like eradicated mm-hmm. yeah um and the voice of the demon well the curse is he a demon do they say demon or i just say it all the you time? you are saying demon the the bad guy uh <laughs> is the voice of leone abakio from part five mm. and uh yuji's voice is fugo from part five so you've got Abakio and Fugo in the same body in this show, which is pretty fun. Did you ever look up who the woman was that I thought sounded it, it, like It's not somebody? Trish. It's not anybody okay. we know. It's a some young lady. Okay. Um, but yeah, and so then we find that, you know, there's this old cursed sorcerer person who a lot of sorcerers fought hundreds of years ago to seal him up uh, or to chop him up and then seal him. And he is sometimes able to take over Yuji's body, but Yuji also, for unknown reasons that I'm sure we'll find out, is able to suppress him and take back his own body. So he goes between being this sort of like harmless, sort of dopey boy who is super strong and eats fingers without chewing or barfing. And also this like evil, badass, kind of questionable guy. Um, and this is explained to him by not only Megumi, but his teacher shows up, who is the guy we saw in the flash forward, whose name is, what's his name? Gojo or something? The spiky-haired guy? Hojo? Howard Johnson's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Gojo. Um, he does look like a Naruto character, though. Right? That was the thing. As I was watching this and I was thinking, I was like, these kids all look kind of modern. I like that. This doesn't feel like some of the shonen designs that I've whined about. Um, but then this guy shows up and, and and I looked at Megumi and I'm like, they do both have like stupid spiky hair. 
Mm-hmm. And this guy, especially, it's white and he has a blindfold on. I was like, what are you, what, what is this? I'm looking up who that, the voice actor is of, of, we'll get to her, but Nobara. Um, and she plays uh, Yui in Haikyuu. Who's Yui? I don't think we know Yui. Yui in Haikyuu. I think she's like the, one of the, the, the team managers. Mm. Yeah, we never met her. Miles did. Okay. I love Haikyuu. Miles. Oh no, she was the captain of the girls team. Okay. You barely see her. Oh, I, I said Hanamatsuri before, but I meant Hinamatsuri, by the way. We talked about that anime briefly. Okay. Miles, you got to watch that. Okay, I will. Got to get on it. Um, That's the one that was funny, right? Yeah, it's Where, funny. It's a little... Okay, bye. Um, then we finally get to the flash forward part. And uh, this is basically after the fight, the teacher with, with no eyes, Gojo, uh, knocks out... Uh, Yuji and we see that he's now in this chamber with him and he's all sealed up and he's like you're supposed to be executed but we did also see that Megumi is like ah, I don't want you to take him like mm-hmm. he's like I know you have to he's supposed to be executed but I do like him and hope he's spared and uh, I like that the kid comes forward with that when mm-hmm. uh, the teacher's kind of like you don't want me to kill him though right and he's like yeah. no please do something Yeah. and the teacher is just like you're supposed to be killed but I'm gonna work on suspending your sentence so either i can kill you now or because it is rare that you were able to swallow the finger and live there's 19 or now you have to eat 20 fingers there's all these other fingers out there and it's rare that someone can actually take them in so if you go take them all in then we'll kill you so if you want to go through that it's going to be quite the strife you know i like that they answered the question ahead which was like how does he have 20 fingers and there yes he has four arms yeah because at first he's like oh you mean like fingers and toes and he's like no i don't mean that i mean he has four arms and mm. they're like okay they knew what the i was toes gonna are ask. probably worse am i right yeah they're not as cursed though you don't really do spells with your feet True. um and uh so he decides to take on the burden of being like all right i'll help you find the demons and uh i'll eat the fingers and stuff because he thinks again about his grandpa who he just cooked um and cooked cremated oh that's what i meant they cremated him okay he himself jokes about it at the hospital when he's signing the paperwork he's like time to go roast my grandpa and the nurse Mm -hmm. is like phrasing um (laughs) so he decides to go through with it and then they're like all right we'll take you to demon school and that's where i was like oh school sorcerer's curse school sorry harry potter and the sorcerer's school that's right um hog curse Mm, curse warts uh, and this is where we go to the demon school and I was like, oh, he didn't say goodbye to his senpai, the people, they're going to lose their club now that they don't have three members. Clearly they weren't doing that hot anyway if they were oh, taking yeah. actual cursed objects and oh, playing with them. We'll never know what happened to the occult club. I know. Maybe we will. Maybe, Maybe we will. will find out. I, I hope we know. do. Um, they're now cursed for life. Uh, <laughs> scarred for life, rather. Yeah. Um, so they go to the demon school and they have to go talk to the principal sorcerer's school. Yeah. And this is episode there's two. There's no demons now. mark. This is episode two, I believe. Yes. Right? Yeah. And the principal is making cute little like bean bags or something <laughs> like cute little stuffed dolls. He's surrounded by, yeah, like cute stuffed dolls and that weird green frog looking thing that, that has like a blue crown. I don't know why I recognize that design, but I do. Uh, and the principal's like, why do you want to, be he, a cursed person the boy introduces himself he says a couple of things and he also says like this is part of his intro he says i'm into girls like jennifer lawrence so yeah and we later see him putting a blonde girl poster up in his room so what you don't need to tell people story checks out what your type is 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. And I think they're just like highlighting how overly casual they are with the yeah. principal. That he's just like, instead of being very formal, he's being like, here's a fact about me. <laughs> um, but it's part of this kid being dumb and confident in his dumbness. And the principal's like, why do you want to do it? And he's like, I made a promise to my grandfather. Somebody's dying wish. And, and he's like, that's not a good enough reason. What's your reason? You know? Um, and that's a good question, I think, because, yeah, it's like, what if then things get tough? Are you going to be like, ah, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do it anymore. Like, yeah. you need to have an internal reason. Mm. And so to kind of like train him and see what he's made of, the principal animates one of his dolls to start fighting him. Mm-hmm. So it's not just that he makes cute things. He also can make them his puppets. Yeah. And I have a, a question about this okay. in a little bit, but he's fighting this green doll. All the fights and action sequences in the show look great. Yeah. Um, great animation. They're very fluid and I can follow like who's going where, oh, which I like. Oh, uh, a note that I, uh, something that I noticed, which I usually never do, but I, re- I, I really liked uh, the sound editing in this show <laughs> or something, or I like this. I like the, they have a lot of really good sound effects. Like mm. when sound design, maybe when he's talking on the phone and, and the other person hangs up on the phone, like the sound, like the, it sounds like realistic when he's like walking through the hallways, like the, the kind of background, like the, the B roll kind of sound, uh, sounds really good. Like realistic. I don't know. I just like the, the attention to detail. And that's cool. Sounds. I wasn't noticing that. Yeah. I'm going to pay attention. I to usually that. do not notice, but for some reason I noticed, um, in this show. Cool. Yeah. So he, you know, the teacher's kind of, the principal's talking to him while he's fighting the doll. And, you know, he's talking shit and being like, it's not good enough. You fail, blah, blah, blah. This doll is being really obnoxious. And at one point, Yuji does temporarily beat the doll. And the doll bends over and shows him his asshole. Yeah. Which is just represented <laughs> by an X. Yeah. And the, the principal... So he had to, like, stitch in an asshole. Yeah. He had to stitch in an asshole. And it's his curse. So his instructions to this doll include bend over and show your butthole. No, I don't think so. I don't think he controls I, it like that. I don't know, because then later the, the doll punches him after they're like done fighting and he's like, oh, sorry, my curse was still in effect. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, you think that like the shape yeah, of this he, doll the, dictates the doll its behavior? Is, the doll is like sentient a little bit. Like the curse kind of has a mind of its own. You don't think that this guy's... And an asshole of its own. Yeah, you don't think this guy's influence, including the fact that he gave it an asshole? No, I think that 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 moment you just referenced is the, like, how we know that he doesn't have control over it, because, like, he's not going to punch him and say sorry, you know what I mean? God gave me an asshole, and he wanted me to show it off, too. Yeah. No, Miles is agreeing with me. (laughs) What? Because God gave us buttholes and wanted them to show us to people. The, the intention there is yeah, the principal so the, gave this demon an asshole because he wanted yeah, him to show it to people. It's not a demon. It's a curse, Mark. St- fucking, you don't even know what this show's about. I don't. So how can you be right about anything? All right. I'm using the wrong word. <laughs> that doesn't mean I don't know what this show's about. Okay. Well, listen. What are you going to call it? A you cursed think- doll? You want me to say that? That's got D's back to back on it. That's hard to say. Cursed doll. Miles just said, God gave me an asshole. <laughs> And I'm going to show it off. And that is what the cursed sentient doll thought. That's true. It's not, I wasn't, there's no instructions for me to show off my asshole. It's just something I want to do. And neither does the doll. But that's sort of like. Case closed. You wouldn't be showing your asshole if no one gave it to you. Someone gave you an asshole for a reason. (laughs) Do you think this doll's pooping? I don't think this doll poops. I maybe it does. Well, maybe we'll. It find was out weird that this guy stitched a butthole, and I think he also wanted him to bend over and moon people. I think that the cursed 
doll has a mind of its own and it decided to do that and then it decided to punch him at the end even though the fight was over i think that the principal could have spoken up at least and been like that's gross stop doing that <laughs> he was too focused on trying to get him to admit what his yeah. real reason for wanting to join a school was listeners write in he... if the principal is a pervert if you've watched ahead and, and that <laughs> principal at one point turns to the camera and goes i give them all buttholes so they show them to people you let us know jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com mark but you're not the original argument is not whether he's a pervert the argument is did he make him show the butthole or that means you're a pervert if you do that okay or did he just create a doll with a butthole nobody's first of all nobody's you're a arguing. pervert if you give a doll a butthole nobody's arguing that he nobody's arguing that he gave a doll a butthole he did do that yeah that's a fact that's a fact i don't think the act of making the doll anatomically correct makes him perverted it does this thing's like a little frog it doesn't need a butthole it doesn't need to be anatomically correct it's supposed to be Everything a cute animal it's a butthole work maybe no the, maybe the way that barbie is, doesn't have a butthole she does not have you a butthole she does have a butt crack does she barbie has a butt crack i thought it was just like a like a seat it's a butt there's it there are two there are two butts two butt cheeks it. every creature on this earth has a butthole okay? that's not even true Name 10 creatures that don't have buttholes. I'll name a lot of sea creatures. They all have cloacas, like sharks, probably dolphins, birds. Okay, but it's the same thing. They have a hole from which they expend waste. Amoebas don't have them. They're cells. They just, it comes out of their membrane, I think. They do some kind of mosis. Plants don't have buttholes. Plants don't have buttholes. I'll name 10 plants. (laughs) Tomato plant, carrot. Onion. <laughs> You're naming all food. Celery. Plants. Tree. Roses. <laughs> One tree. Name a flower. <laughs> roses have buttholes, though. Where? You know where. Every rose has its butthole. <laughs> Every rose has its butthole. Uh, what happened to this show? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I got really hung up on this one thing. I needed to be. I needed to fight with you about it because you uh, were wrong. Oh yeah. Also, while they're walking into the 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 school grounds and talking about why it's so remote and stuff and that it's secretly a sorcery school. Everyone just thinks it's like a religious place. Um, they're talking about Sukuna being able to, to suppress. No, no, they're talking about Yuji being able to suppress Sukuna. Wait, where, where, what point, point of the story? They're on the school grounds walking. Okay. Okay. Um, and Yuji, uh, he's talking and another mouth just appears on him and starts talking. And so Sukuna is kind of like coming out a little bit. So it almost seems like Yuji can't totally suppress Oh, that's right. By this point, he's eaten two. Yes, that's fingers. right. And so I've been wondering this by this time and still now, I'm like, is there going to be a point when he can't suppress this curse person, not demon, curse person, cursing? Yeah, if he keeps eating and eating. Right. I was like, is he going to get more cursed to the point where he's more Sukuna than Yuji? Uh, but we don't know. There's no hint at that, I don't think. Um, yeah, so it seems like sukuna can come out a little bit he comes out of his hand comes out of his face like just the mouth and starts talking shit but yuji suppresses him and is like yeah yeah i can suppress it no problem anyway so the principal has him fight the doll and eventually the kid does come up with his own internal reason of like if i have this special power then how could i just sit by and let the world you know unfold as it as it would and say that doesn't concern me like i do want to help people it's not just because my grandpa told me to do it so then the principal's like, cool, you're hired. Uh, show him to his dorm. His dorm room is right next to Megami, who was injured very badly in that fight, but is has been healed by an unknown sorcerer. And this is a very small school. There's only three kids in their class. Yeah, there's three freshmen's first years. So 
that is pretty much where episode two ends. And I wrote down, oh yeah, the doll does like a Shoryu, a Shoryuken to him. That like last punch that he delivers looks like Ryu from Street Fighter. Uh, episode three concerns them going and picking up the third freshman because it turns out Megumi is a freshman. Now Yuji, the dumbass, the dumbass strongman is a freshman and they're going to go pick up the third one who is a girl whose backstory seems to be that she comes from a rural town. She later reveals and tells a flashback that, uh, you know, the reason why she's so excited to be in Tokyo and the whole reason why she decided to come to curse school was because she wanted to live in the city because she had a friend when she was a kid who came to the countryside. Um, and, um, she was cool and showed her all these nice city things like fancy desserts, Mm -hmm. But she was apparently chased out of the town for seeming high and mighty to all the country folk, which to me does not make sense. That doesn't add up. Mm -hmm. I can understand people being mean, but chasing the family out because they're just like, you're a stuck up city person. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's more to that story. Yeah. Um, And so she now is there and I, and she seems like she's kind of like hoping to find the girl. Maybe that Mm -hmm. she's like, maybe we would meet up and talk or whatever. But, uh, you know, if this show takes place in 2018, you know, she was in the ki- a kid in the 2000s or something. They didn't leave each other emails, aim names, mm, anything. True. I don't know. How- Maybe they connected on a platform and it like went away like uh, aim. Or they were or only had screen names. They were on pets.com. Uh. One was customer support. <laughs> one was a user with a sock puppet of a dog. Um, right. Or maybe she's dead. And, oh, she may have died. Uh... Yeah, because we see they spray painted on like their parents' van, like go back to Tokyo, mm. broken van. I don't know why, whatever. Um, and she's an interesting character. Um, she shows up and it seems very kind of standoffish. They're, they go to pick her up. They pick her up at the Shibuya station. She's so happy to be there. She just talks about the shopping she wants to do or has done. Um, she's hoping to get scouted by a modeling agency. Mm-hmm. She's very full of herself. She's very like conceited. She's like, I'm hot. She's like, I know you, you all are distracted by me. Yeah, boys, <laughs> this is, uh, I'm the one girl in the group. You're welcome. Yeah. And uh, we see this guy like kind of harassing and just kind of chasing a schoolgirl, being like, I don't know if you ever modeled, but I'm a modeling agent. And the girl's like, I don't have time to talk to you. I'm in a hurry. And then this girl whose name Nobara. is Nobara. Nobara. Uh, goes up to him and is like, what about me? And he's like, uh, you, uh, I don't have time right now. I'm in a hurry. Mm. And he tries to walk away from her. So I don't know what it is, if it's just her energy or, uh, I don't know if she's unattractive she's in, the, to be not in the, in the, in the manga world or anime world. Um, she's probably like slightly above average, but not like model broad shoulders, maybe puts him off. I don't know. She's got big cans. Yeah. They do kind of a close up on her boobs and she has great posture. I noticed that. Mm, that's that's the overconfidence talking. Mm. I like her a lot. I like she's her. She's an asshole. <laughs> she's sort of a lot I like of her too. She is sort of all over the place, but I do think it's funny that she does at one point have an understandable change of mood mm-hmm. when they're when they go into this like haunted building and Yuji's like, "Ah, I don't understand women." And she's like, "This is why girls don't like you." And he mm-hmm. goes, how does she know girls don't, don't like me? And it's like, because you think women are confusing because you don't understand when you've said something insensitive or whatever. Oh, is that why? Because he says something, I think this is a result of him being like, hey, curses are really dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. just mansplains curses to her, basically. Yeah. 
um, in the actual de- definitive idea of the term of just yeah. men men assuming women don't know uh-huh. the thing he that, just, that like, they got should there, know. He just got there like yesterday. Like he just yeah. learned about this shit like yesterday. <laughs> this is like me when I learn a single fact about the Philippines and I'm like, Miles, did you know in the Philippines uh, the main language is actually called Filipino. They don't call it Tagalog uh-huh. on official something. I actually did not know that. You actually told me that. That I didn't know that? No, you told me you were like, <laughs> technically the the, nas- the official language of the Philippines is Filipino. No, I don't think I knew that. Oh, it's weird. But yeah, it's it's documented that way, even though it's really... I'm just kidding. Obviously, I knew that, you <sighs> dumbass. <laughs> I feel cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a ton, a ton of good faith there. You know, I was like laying down and like, being no, like... You, you told me, you told me. I don't actually know this. <sighs> what an asshole. Anyway... Moving on, um, this girl's power, besides being really forthright, having excellent and she's very posture, intimi- intimidating too. Like she intimidates other people. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's not like they do a close up on her boobs. Like the way they, she's just like drawn or what she's wearing. It's mm-hmm. like her shirt is like floating off her waist because mm-hmm. she's got that boob curtain effect because her boobs are too huge. Mm-hmm. And um, she's kind of like, I know curses. Like I have experience with them. You don't. You just got here, um, and first uh she, she before they go in this is like their test the teacher was like we're gonna go take a tour of tokyo but in reality he takes them to a cursed building and is like i want to see how you guys do okay i still have things to say about when they pick her up um okay. she judges them right away so she like kind of looks at each of them and just by their faces oh. is just like decides like what kind of people they are she says that yuji looks like a potato <laughs> <laughs> i like that we get her perspective you know like right away like i i don't think a lot of shows do that with it when they introduce the the girl it's usually like you usually get everything from the guy's perspective of what they that think is a of good her. point and well you know? i guess it's so rare that they they say like this is her perspective like there's like <laughs> text on top of the screen oh really like was it there <laughs> yeah oh wow it's like maybe boys are like what's happening how come we don't <laughs> see the girl right now we only see the two boys what is this where did her jugs go yeah um and so, yeah, she's just like, he looks like a potato and is stupid or something. And I forget she what she says. She thinks he's gross. She's like, he, lo- she, he looks like he picks his, he eats his boogers or whatever. <laughs> he looked like a kid who ate his boogers when he was a kid, which, come on, what do kids well, do? I, didn't one of the emailers say that this is one of the few shows that doesn't sexualize its woman character? Yeah. and she like sexualized, but I, it's... Not as an object. I think also, like, I think... Sh- they do a good job of realistically showing me a woman who probably doesn't mind being sexualized, you know, because mm. she she wants she knows she thinks that she's hot at least. She ordered she, a smaller school uniform like she she thinks that she's hot <laughs> and she doesn't like she doesn't want to hide it. You know, she's like mm-hmm. she's she openly talks about it, you know. Um, and I think that that's like realistic and she's wearing the school uniform, you know, it's not like a school uniform with a bunch of holes in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, she her tits like oh yeah, out. I wanted to customize, you know, cause they say that you can customize the school uniform in, in this show. She could have customized yeah. like a, a giant boob window into it. Right. And we do get her perspective. <laughs> it's not like she's just there to fall over and her butt is sticking out in the air and it's yeah. like, someone help me. My butt fell out or whatever. Yeah. So I think she is, she is like kind of like, I mean, they didn't have to draw her boobs. So, uh, above average right because like that's <laughs> they're huge it's it's, it's silly there's like an average you know the average woman boob size and then like there's the average obvi- anime boob size right <laughs> she's maybe there maybe a little bit higher yeah yeah <laughs> um 
Yeah, the custom outfit thing made me think when they're waiting to pick her up, we see that Yuji is now wearing the same uniform as Megumi, but he has like a red hood around the top. And uh, the teacher, Gojo, is like, oh, yeah, you can customize them. And Yuji says... Well, it says he customized them. Well, Or Megumi says he customized them. Miles, I, I was not done. This is how the conversation goes. Yuji says, but I didn't put in any request to customize it. And Gojo's like, yeah, yeah, I did it. I submitted the request. Okay, but did you know that he submitted the request? <laughs> yes, Miles, obviously I knew that, you dumbass. <laughs> Just like I knew the Philippines is the Philippines. Do you know the Philippines is spelled with PH? That's weird. It's not an F. I didn't know that. Yeah, now I you, didn't know that. Now you're welcome. Um, what I think is funny is they don't explain this. I have to think that my interpretation is that the teacher Gojo was like wanting to give a warning to everyone else on campus. Like this guy with the red, he is part demon. He has eaten demon fingers. He's like a biohazard. Like the red hood is like a warning sign. That's what I want to believe. Um, that or he just thinks it's cute on him or something. I like to believe the latter. Okay. So they go. Uh, so they send in Megumi and Gojo wait outside this building with all this purple energy coming out of it. This curse energy. And uh, they send in Yuji and Nobara, Nobara, and they don't really get along. Nobara pushes ahead. Yuji gets uh, uh, ambushed by the demon, but he's like, I don't have, I don't know how to do curses yet. How am I going to fight it? And he's given this nasty, thick knife. I forget what it's called, but he's got a, a, a knife. Yeah. And he slashes the <laughs> shit out of the demon that lands on him. And he's kind of like easy. But then we see Nobara going upstairs and she's in a room with a bunch of mannequins and uh what did you did you mention that this is the demon that says do you need a receipt no no this is it though okay. yeah <laughs> um and we, we we cut to the outside we see gojo explaining to megumi like you know demons in tokyo like they're on another level than the ones she's encountered in the country they're stronger but they're also more cunning they have more personality and she's in the room with the mannequins and she's like hey Come come out of there. I'm not stupid. I see you. You're obviously one of the mannequins. She takes out nails and a hammer. The hammer has a heart etched into it. Uh, and then she throws the nails up in the air and hits them. Sorry, I'm going fast because we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're running long. Yeah. And uh, the nails hit the mannequin in the face. It kind of crumbles apart. And uh, she's kind of patting herself on the back. Then notices a child is crying in the corner. How'd that child get in there? Great question. Why is that child there? Yeah, this is like a haunted ass building. <laughs> and then a demon appears their child a, a demon appears that reminded me of the lorax do you guys know the the lorax the danny devito voiced dr seuss no like save a tree eco i think it's called the lorax um i don't know uh, if you look up the lorax i don't that's what it looks like um it was a book first right it was a book yeah um but i definitely think of danny devito when i see it now um, and then we see that the Lorax, uh, the, the, the curse demon, the curse thing takes the boy hostage. It puts its nail in the boy's neck. Like I'm going to kill him. And, uh, she's like really frustrated cause she's like, oh, this demon knows it's not strong enough to fight me. So it's going to try to take something hostage. Mm-hmm. And then she tries to exchange herself kind of, or at least trick the demon. She throws her yeah. weapons down and is like, you can take me and leave the boy. Well, but first she kind of rationalize, r- rationalizes like it's probably better for me to to live because if, uh, you know, if the boy dies, I'm still alive and I can kill the demon and he won't get to kill anybody else. But if I die, then the boy also dies. Yeah. 
demon has no reason not to like i'm saying demon now too the curse yeah what else are you gonna call it curse monster the monster i the guess monster. we should say monster yeah. there's no demons here yeah i mean they're demons <laughs> I find. They're demons. They're a little bit demons. They're a little bit. De- We're all a little bit demons. Um. So then she's sitting there like fuck because she tried to rationalize. To, she tried to like reason with the monster, and the monster just didn't drop the boy, and now she has no weapon. Uh. But then from behind, a big fist punches through the wall, doesn't hit the monster, and and you hear a voice that's Yuji going, "Oh, I missed." And then he does. <laughs> he's so he's very dumb, him. and he just breaks in there and uh. I don't remember if he attacks the Lorax or if it just jumps out the window immediately. Um, but it's getting away and Yuji's like, oh shit, it's getting away. But, uh, oh yeah, because he cuts its hand off. Yuji cuts its hand off when he breaks in and then it jumps away. But uh, she's like, I've got this. Give me the hand or something. Or she just goes for the hand and she takes out a straw doll, a little like effigy. And she throws it on the hand and then puts nails through the the, the doll and the demon outside the building, uh, Megumi was like, I'm going to exercise it. And Gojo's like, wait, 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 wait. And then we see the demon does explode and disintegrate because uh, she used the effigy. Um, so her power is not just hitting nails into stuff. It's also she can attack effigies and it's like a voodoo doll. It will hurt the original person. And... Uh, then she she has like a human moment where, you know, instead of just being cold to this kid, she is like, well, I am grateful to you. You did save me. Thank you very much. Uh, but then she sort of comically is like, anyway, we're done here. We don't have to talk because I said thank you. Anyway, moving on. And he's like, I don't get her. And the teacher is like, let's go for food. And is that it? Do we see so. them get food? We don't see them get food. Is that the cliffhanger? We see them walking. Hmm. We don't know what food they're going to get. I think like one of the last things that they, it's like um, Nobaru talking about her, is that her name? Whatever it is. Nobara. It's uh, talking about her friend and being from the city, uh, being from the town and stuff. And she was like, if I was still there, I'd be dead. I think that's kind of where it ends. Oh yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Can we talk about opening closing? Yeah. What, What do you think? I really liked the closing. It's great. Uh, the dancing was super cool the and i just like that animation style yeah Yeah. the coloring is very simple marker sort of loose filling in is it like supposed to be like retro it made me feel like the 80s like you're watching Mm. living color or something Mm -hmm. but a cartoony nick version it didn't uh, maybe 90s for me felt more 90s and the music besides the rapping is like mostly it's city pop which is sort of a retro 80s or 90s kind of genre in japan Mm. um but yeah it's really good it's very catchy i want to look up the english lyrics to see if they're actually accurate because i feel like often japanese musicians use english lyrics and they don't really make sense but it's 2021 and maybe i'm wrong maybe everyone's figured it out wow he's a lot of english where he says i won't give up the fight in my life because my life is living for love and i won't give up the fight in my life stand off and groove on time tokyo prison i'm going to relight your feeling when time gets rough night and day are fading i'm going to relight your feeling there's no time to explain oh nothing is real that's how you make me feel i get i got beaten stomping on love pick up my wasted time oh god might understand nobody can't hold me down I won't give up the light of my life because my life, etc. Stand off and groove on. Not the best, grammatically speaking, but the song is groovy. Mm-hmm. 
It's groovy, bro. And I don't remember who it was, but thank you to whoever it was that sent uh, the animation that reimagines this sort of dancing and art style with JoJo characters. I think it was part six, so I didn't show it to Miles and Jackie, but it was cool. And I couldn't appreciate it at the time as much because I didn't see Jujutsu Kaisen. Don't show it to me. Uh, yeah, I like the show. I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, it's a little worrisome. One of our listeners said that they feel like it's sort of aimless, but still early on, I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. I hope uh, that Nobora finds her friend and they get to talk about fancy desserts. Um, that would be fun. And uh, I hope we figure out why Yuji is so strong. Um, yeah, and the animation's fantastic. I like the show. I like it. But will I keep watching it? Who knows? You got a backlog now. I know. Jackie, you liked it? I liked it, and we got like three listeners right in and say that they like really love it, so I would probably keep watching it. People, yeah, people have been in the Twitter mentions too, talking about it as well. Wow. Yeah, this is one of those shows that has had a lot of buzz and uh maybe we should like keep up with anime news or something so we know eh, what, what the hot ones are no okay that's too much work <laughs> most stuff <laughs> this is a show out of time yeah <laughs> and most stuff sucks that's i don't true. know I, i'm telling you i tried for a little while i followed one or two seasons of anime where i just watched a bunch of shows that came out and i was like most of this i don't really like i'm just gonna wait and hear what people talk about they still talk about yeah we're well, not we're not you're gonna start a podcast where people write in and tell you what to watch yeah. or pay you money to watch perfect it's the yeah. try guys podcast we're not one of those shows where we're gonna watch like every anime of the season and tell you which ones you should watch it's the opposite we want you to watch every anime of the season and tell us which ones we should watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we go yeah what it's pretty a scam good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but this one was good i'm glad it wasn't the kind of thing where people are chasing uh the uh they're they're just high off the newness you know i mean we'll see it's 24 episodes it could end up getting really stupid but you know i don't regret the time i feel like the show is very is similar to a lot of shows we've watched like it's not it doesn't stray from the formula really but i think it just executes it better than a lot of the other shows it's definitely a shonen show and wikipedia points out that shonen like it is very variable but technically it's just what comic is it in what magazine is it in but this does have, yeah, those same sort of things that other shonen comics have. I mentioned that, like, it's combat heavy. It's got that structure of, like, we got to eat all the fingers and stuff. And it, everyone's got powers and techniques. But, yeah, it looks really good doing it. The characters are fun. The outro is super fun and funky. Uh, yeah, maybe it's a glimmer of hope in this still dark beginning of 2021. Oh, that reminds me. Something happened when when it showed. <laughs> did something happen? Uh, when when they showed the ho- in the hospital, uh, the nurses with like the masks on. You were like, "Is this is this COVID? <laughs> like, is this I, a- for a minute?" I was like, "The show is really recent," but then yeah. everyone else in the hospital did not have masks on. Yeah, and one of the girls, one of the nurses, one of the women was chin guarding it, chin strapping it. So mm. you know that's a no no. You can't draw that in anime. But maybe later chapters they'll all be coveting with masks. Maybe. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you have any thoughts on Jujuka or Jojo Bi, you can write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Twitch, Patreon, anywhere by going to patreon.com slash jjbpod or twitter.com slash jjbpod, uh, etc. We will talk to you in a week. We're going to be watching the next Rohan live action TV drama episode 
And that's going to be exciting because it's based on a story that has not been manga so far. It's from one of the short stories not written by Araki. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Hmm. Does this episode come out on Inauguration Day? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully that works out. Yep. Yay! Hopefully it worked out and nobody was upset or freaking out or making a ruckus. Except me. Bye, America. No troublemakers. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.